Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. My name is Bethany Garcia and I'm sitting here with my husband slash co-host Anthony. What is up? We're so excited to be here with our friend Lindsay Corum from Cannabombs. We've known Lindsay for years now. I don't even know when we first met, but um, you're such a fun and interesting person to follow on Instagram, first of all. So if you guys don't know, Cannabombs is her handle. Um, but tell us a little bit about your business first and foremost before we really get into it. Before we get into some weed will, talk. Yeah, this will lay the groundwork for our conversation today. And your products changed my life when I was pregnant. So give it to us. Yeah, they change a lot of people's lives, which it sounds when I'm like selling these products and I'm like, it literally changes lives. And I'm like, I've got the reviews. It's like really like in your face. Yeah. Like, these help, these help. But then when you hear their actual reviews from people who have used it, who's not selling it, yes, they change lives. They are CBD topicals and they're all organic as well. Uh, Plant-based color too and like the bath bombs. I use um, organic everything. So like the coconut oil is organic. Everything that's in it is organic. And then high milligram is really what makes my company different than others is a lot of products out there are the equivalency, I like to say, of licking an Advil where you're not yeah. going to get <laughs> anything from that. They're just greenwashing it where they're like, hey, this has CBD. This will help you. But it's not enough. Uh, and then people usually will say, oh, it doesn't work for me. And I ask them where they got it, what, how much it had in it. And I'm always like, yeah, that, that's your problem. So my products are high milligram, low price, because I also believe that you shouldn't have to be rich or pay a million dollars to have pain relief. Like it yeah. should be accessible to everyone, which... I mean, that's kind of my whole thing is like advocacy and accessibility to everyone. Everyone has pain or anxiety or insomnia these days. And yeah, they just, they really do actually help. Yeah. So what type of products do you offer? Is it for any and everybody? Is there a specific, do you only want people in pain? Like No, well, so everyone's got something I tend to find. Um, Whether if you're not in pain, you probably have anxiety or insomnia or tension or stress. I mean, everyone gets stressed. Um, So I have everything ranging. My best-selling product is called a pain relief salve. It's in a stick. A lot of people confuse it for a deodorant, but a lot of salves come in like this container, like a tin, and you have to dip your hand into it. So this takes that out of the equation. You just twist it up and apply it wherever, like your neck, your back, your stomach, like Uh, I mean, it helps with stretch marks, um, sunburns, like everything from a sunburn or like a scratch to fibromyalgia, chronic back pain, pregnancy pain. Um, It's also safe for pregnancy because a lot of people don't know basic anatomy of this, but, and thank you to the U.S., um, you know, education system for that. But if you pour alcohol on your skin, you're not going to get drunk. Yeah. So if you think about it like that, you're not going to get high. It's safe for kids in the sense that they're not going to get high. Now, the parent and the doctor, I'm not a doctor, um, and you have to make your own decisions for your own kids. But anecdotally, they're safe. That's my favorite term to use is anecdotal evidence because, as I was saying before we started, it's unethical to test a lot of this stuff on children, on pregnant people. You're not going to you know, get a test subject group that you give a bunch of weed to while they're pregnant. Like that's never going to happen. So we have to look back in history and at anecdotal evidence and take our information that way. That's interesting. Okay. So I got a question because I'm a little confused on this. Yeah. You explain the products, what they do, 
I'm trying to figure out how weed or THC comes in. Yeah. Because so what, like he, CBD, he want, it, yeah, he wants to know the difference between, well, marijuana, THC, so CBD. Those are called, so CBD has THC in it? No, so those are called cannabinoids. Okay, so the plant cannabis has cannabinoids. It's okay. got CBD, CBN, THC. Those are the ones you hear the most. Then there's like THCV, there's CBC, there's ones we don't even know about because they're not funded to research this. It's okay. getting better. Like there's definitely more information ca- coming out yeah. and being studied and all of that. But like I said before, it's hard It's hard to study this stuff. And a lot of the old studies, um, their information comes from previous studies that used conservation bias, which means like they tested groups of people who were also smoking cigarettes or also doing other Other drugs or drinking alcohol. They have never, except one study in Jamaica, which we can link this to. I have it open in my safari all the time (laughs) to send to people. Uh, A study in Jamaica is the only unbiased study that that has ever been recorded of these. It's called the Jamaican Mothers Study. They followed, I forget the amount of mothers, but they followed their children to five years old. uh, And those mothers consumed cannabis while pregnant. No fucking difference. Not a difference in their kids. Interesting. Okay. So what your your question was. So CBD. Yes. Weed. Yes. So, so the, cannabinoids. So CBD comes from a cannabis plant. Right. So they all do. All the cannabinoids come from the cannabis plant. And they all do different things. CBN is what makes you sleepy. Ah. Um, I forget which one makes you hungry, but there's like an appetite stimulus one. And then. So it's all different. Like, THC is a psychoactive effect. That's what I like. Psychoactive. Yes, and that's me. what I like. I, I like that as well. <laughs> like, I don't just use CBD. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, my products are full spectrum, so they have all the cannabinoids. So there is THC in my products, but the legal amount of THC that you can send across this country, like from state to state, which I do with my products, mm-hmm. is 0.3%. So there's, there's so, some THC in yeah, your Yeah, there's 0.3%. Okay. Because yeah. that's, the, that's yeah. the allowed amount. <laughs> so that's what I have. And so full spectrum, I like to explain it like this. You want full spectrum. You never want an isolate because if you're thinking about like making a salad, you wouldn't just eat the lettuce. Like that's not going to give you as much (laughs) unless you're Bethany. (laughs) Um, But you would prefer to eat more things in your salad, I'm sure. So or making a meal, let's say, you know, you need all the other elements of your meal, all the other ingredients for it to taste good, for it to be nutritious, for it to give you the benefit of what food gives you. Yeah. If you were always only eating lettuce, that's not benefiting you. Yeah. So try to stay away from isolates and try to get full spectrum CBD. It has all the cannabinoids present. I was going to say, because I think we've tried, there, there was some CBD gummies that I took back in the day or like a few years ago and I worked with them and I really liked them and they helped me sleep, but it was the only product I had ever tried that was CBD that actually like kind of worked. Yeah. Any other product I'd ever tried. See, I would love to I'd, see the milligrams. I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel any difference, any change. Like there was ones that were supposed to like help you focus or get sleepier or get hungrier or whatever and or be calm. None of them ever worked for me. So yeah, I, I'm one I'm I kind of wrote C B D off after that. I was yeah, like, I no, I just lot. need THC. But with your products too, like like you said, they have THC in them, but you're not eating them. Right, so yes. You're not Please don't eat them. You don't have an eatable but, product. No, I don't do anything uh, ingestible because okay. I don't fuck with that. That's like a whole different license, a whole different situation, yeah. liability. No. So well, when I skin. I would say when I was pregnant with Ellis in 2020, 
um, I had HG and I was so miserable and it was like the worst year of my life. But I use Cannabombs bath bombs. Those were incredible. I pretty much was taking a bath a day and it would be the only relief I was getting from all the pain I was in. And then the salves, like just those sticks, I would just be like Mm -hmm. all over me on my belly, on my back. I would have him just like, yeah, yeah, rubbing it in everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then even in postpartum, like they helped so much. And then um, if everyone remembers my stories from a month or so ago, that was October, right? In September, October, I injured my neck and my jaw. Yeah. Yeah. And I started having, and she just came over and dropped off a bunch of products and they all helped so much. And so it really, that's my testament to the products and how much they've helped with just like, you know, pregnancy, postpartum, and then injury pain that I've had. So do you get any, what's, is there pushback? Because obviously there's a very small percentage of THC, which is, the bad guy, right? Yeah. The, the bad guy, quotations. Mm-hmm. Like what, you sold me <laughs> just <laughs> in that explanation. But like what what kind of pushback and why do you think the pushback is there for your products? So a lot of people will be like, oh, well, I was looking at them for my grandkid or something. And I'm like, oh, no, they're safe. Like I use them on my newborn babies who like have skin issues or teething or gas or whatever. So Your baby is born with an endocannabinoid system. We all have endocannabinoid systems. These are only studied by 11% of doctors. So like your doctor knows less probably than I do about this. Yeah. Um, Your endocannabinoid system is extremely important, just as important as your skeletal, muscular, respiratory, all of them. Uh, It's just very unheard of and not studied. And when you give a baby that has failure to thrive, cannabinoids from cannabis, they no longer have failure to thrive. They gain weight. They drink milk. They, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but the pushback that I usually get is kid-based or someone will be like, oh, they have CBD. I'm very like with my branding, I have the weed leaves out and stuff, but I try to make it like you don't see it first. Mm-hmm. So, 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 I, so like CBD I has a bad over. rep? To oh, people? yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I a lot that. of people, it's just cannabis in general has a bad rep because and the only reason I'm going I would like to shout this from a mountaintop the only reason cannabis is illegal or stigmatized is because of racism that is the only reason so go more into that oh, I, I got a question yeah. before that because you said a word endocannabinism <laughs> oh, uh, what, what did I say endocannabinoid endocannabinoid 11% yes the what endocannabinoid the hell does that system mean? because you said it. I nodded my it's head. It's part of your body. So what part of my body? It takes in the cannabinoids. I don't know. It's like in there somewhere. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly where. I can't point to it. But <laughs> and then like so everywhere you have a hair follicle, you have a CB1 receptor. Okay. Your body is like made to take this plant in. It's a fucking plant. Think about it for two seconds. Like right, right. Not you. <laughs> not yelling at you, Anthony. She's like, think about it for two I'm seconds, you idiot. <laughs> I'm talking to I'm, the people. I'm a hairy man, so I got a lot of those entrance points. Well, everybody is covered in hair follicles, no matter if you're a no, hairy I'm man different. or not. I'm yeah. different. <laughs> Your baby is, you know? Like, your breast milk has cannabinoids in it. Like, uh, I could just go on okay. and on and on. My breast milk had THC in it. I'm yeah, same. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> But the amount that gets through, uh, the number, I don't even remember how many zeros, but it's like point zero 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 one percent of the THC you take in gets to your milk. It does not get your child high. Okay, so before we get into that, because that's a whole nother convo. I know, we're jumping around, sorry. Talk to us about 
your what you said about racism and yeah. why it's illegal and all of that. Um, so basically, black and brown people and gay people were majority users of cannabis. And um, Reagan, I want to say. Nancy Reagan's Just Say No and all yeah, of that. The yeah, the drug campaign. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Um, just decided we're going to make this plant illegal and like a high offense. No pun intended. So <laughs> we can jail black and brown and gay people. Just, I mean, history repeats, repeats itself over and over again. We still have these issues today. Yeah. Just back then, they chose cannabis. It's so crazy. You hear stories of people that, I mean, now it's legal in Arizona. So it's right. And there's still people in jail. And I can, I was going to say, I can go to any corner of any section of Phoenix, Gilbert, Mesa, and I can walk in and buy weed. Right. Like anywhere. And there's still someone behind bars. Yeah. There's still people jailed for having the tiniest amount in their backpack that was, they were searched just because they were. Correct. A person and of color. we need to free all nonviolent cannabis offenders yeah. immediately yeah. and expunge everything on their record. But lock up my real daddy, though. <laughs> um, so I, I, I agree with that. Um, obviously, I'm coming from a place where there's no data. There's no – I watched a couple documentaries. I, I think greed is what make, made that weed too. illegal because well, the amount of money that was coming in and the government wasn't touching – I well, mean, so I the, like the Uncle Sam was like, nah, Constitution's ah. written on hemp paper. This is my point. So up until 100 years ago, cannabis was prescribed to mothers. Like they just decided we, need, we want less black and brown people out in society. We're going to make this illegal and we're going to jail them for it. And then just say no and dare and here you go this to today. How do you feel about cannabis being in the same category as like meth and oh, cocaine? Oh, it's a schedule and- one drug. Yeah, yeah so, so I can't bank with any banks. I can't use Zelle, Venmo. I've been shut down by PayPal, Stripe, Square. PayPal held my money for six months. Like anything at a federal level, if you go to the res, you can go to jail. If you're smoking weed or you have it on the res because that's federal land, right? So it's still a Schedule One drug yeah, with, like you said, up there with meth, crack, whatever the fuck you want to – Yeah. Whatever's in that, in that Schedule One category. But it definitely shouldn't, I think – they were talking about like Biden was going to make it a schedule three, but it shouldn't even be scheduled. I mean, is caffeine on that list? Because yeah. a lot of people like to um, compare cannabis to alcohol, whereas I see it more as like a comparison to caffeine. It comes from a plant. We use it to get energy or sleepy or whatever. And it really shouldn't be there at all. You're comparing THC to uh, to caffeine or yes, CBD sir. to caffeine? Both cannabis. Oh, okay. Because a lot – here's another thing about cannabis. It's stigmatized and associated with THC. Everyone thinks of Cheech and Chong, Pineapple yeah. Express. No one is thinking about the mom taking a microdose of CBD. Like that – not everyone is like ripping a six-foot bomb right, to right, get right. soup to go to the moon. That's yeah. not – that's the stereotypical – yeah, you. that is a stereotype for sure. So THC is a cannabinoid and it is the one that runs these dispensaries, but it's not cannabis. It's it is it's part of cannabis. Because so you, you know I, I've taken a CBD gummy and yeah. then I've also taken a THC gummy, and I, the CBD gummy was just like a snack for my belly. The THC gummy is like well, that's because you couldn't feel what it was doing, but yeah. it was doing something. And but it's basically like they're in the same family, but it's they're not anti-inflammatory. Yeah. But I, that's why I, I got to kind of disagree with your alcohol. 
I think THC is level with alcohol. Well, you're taking it at a really crazy dose, though. When you're when you're speaking of it this way, what we're speaking about right now, where THC could be, THC could be maybe compared to alcohol, but at the same time, like no one's fighting each other, no one's dr crashing into things. Teen use since legalization is down a crazy amount. Yeah, because so kids, kids just want to be rebellious. We don't want to do legal shit. Right? They're like, oh, it's legal now. I don't <laughs> right. care. Yeah. yeah, literally. Like, so it's not. No, yeah. I disagree with you. It's not in the same category as alcohol. I, I okay, you, you kind of sold me there, <laughs> but I just, I just, I'm just think here of, to convert Anthony. I just think of like <laughs> he's converted. <laughs> yeah, he's been converted. I don't know what he's <laughs> listen, talking about. No, no, no. Let's, Devil's advocate. No, no, I, don't, I, I, I just think they're. I think they should be treated the same. Cannabis and alcohol. I do because let's say we're at the park. With my my kids are at the park. I don't want someone there with a bottle of tequila just taking shots. But at the same time, I don't want someone there sparking a blunt. Well, that's me. I'm the one sparking the blunt at yeah, the park. But right. also, there's, I mean, I see reels, TikToks, Instagram stories, texts from friends of them being at the park with a wine glass. Yeah, you can go to a public yeah. event and drink and then drive your kid home. No, no, yeah. right, and that's that's so cannabis shouldn't be in that category and because then drive your kid. It's not I, dangerous. I think it's the same with smoking. Like me, I'm not someone like if I if I drink or if I smoke and have some weed, I'm I'm done or we're Ubering everywhere because for me it is I'm not 100% myself meaning like I'm, uh, I'm high, I'm a mind high, a body high. I'm not as reactive. So the whether other thing it's we, of... we do have to consider is everyone has their own endocannabinoid tone. So what uh, what happens to me when I smoke the same thing that happens to you is different. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So maybe that. And I think also would come into play there. We really just take edibles. And like you're just well, we smoke high and stuff. But when you do that. I think she more so like if I smoke one blunt, I don't actually feel like that high. I just feel like a little bit calmer. And a little bit more focused, and I feel I do feel like a better mom, but I don't feel high in the sense of like, ooh, I'm getting the munchies, and I am right, like, right. I'm, well, everything's funny to me, and that's not how I'm gonna but feel. On with the that. flip side of that, I don't think if you have one cocktail at dinner, you should not be like. That's why I feel it's the same. But that would be me is, though, because I don't really drink. Yeah, <laughs> but at yeah. what point is? How many blunts is too much? It depends on what you're smoking. Are you smoking a CBD, CBN, THC ratio, or is it high THC? Well, we're talking about the big boy stuff. We're yeah, gonna, so, we're, we're at weed now. Well, you so, mean THC? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> th it, yeah, THC. Yeah. At some point, though, okay, maybe well, yeah, a blunt or two isn't isn't going to affect you, but you keep going. Well, at listen, some I'm not point. trying to advocate for yeah. like. No, that's why I'm saying With I think they should be, be on the same level. Yeah. Because obviously, one, two, some people three drinks. You're still fine, but eventually yeah, it's, but like, it's no like more. With anything you have to be a responsible human being when you're so drinking energy drinks, when yeah, you're drinking, drinks, when you're having a cocktail, when you're I don't know. No matter what you're consuming in your body, you have to be a responsible exactly. human that's, being. But that's why I think they should kind of be the same level. If Disagree. I'm running a business, <laughs> if I'm running a business, I don't want my employees to come in drunk or high. We're talking like like stoned. Drunk. Yeah, I mean, understandably. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I think there should be they should be treated equal because there's a point where it's like, all right. And it depends on the job too. Like, are you a dancer? Because I do better at work when I have a little bit of cannabis in my system. It makes me more creative. As a dance teacher with choreography, it makes me like care less if my kids aren't listening. Like, there's yeah. it. I see what you're saying. Right. I get the point that you're saying. I just think with more education, you might change your mind. And I think too with alcohol, there's it's there alcoholism. Alcoholism is a disease that 
needs to be taken very seriously. And I notice in our families alone, when our family members drink alcohol, get drunk, they're violent, they make horrible decisions. And so for me, in that sense, it's a little bit different with I, I wish our family members would all consume So cannabis is a tool because, to get people yeah, off of the things they're yeah, addicted right. to. And I think because it is a plant and the way that I've used it since I started consuming cannabis is as medicine. It's so that I can sleep better. It's so that my – yeah, her shirt says cannabis is medicine. It's so it's that way I'm substance. less medicine. stressed. It's so that way I can eat when I'm struggling with disordered eating. It's so that way I can be You don't a use alcohol mom. for any of that. Yeah, no, none so of that. So that's why I don't think when they people should be. Do You're use looking alcohol, at the only... Yeah, when people do yeah. use alcohol as medicine, it ends up very badly. It ends up as they're also, now having this disease. One drink a week yeah. raises your blood pressure. Like yeah. it, it doesn't have any medicinal benefits where cannabis has one psychoactive effect and thousands of medicinal benefits. So that's... I mean, okay, I'm, I'm not arguing that I think... Alcohol. No, I'm just well, saying. First as far of all, we're as not a, arguing. No, no. <laughs> we're conversing. Right, and right. We both smoke weed. Let's I, let's make that I just, very I just clear. Think, okay, you're right. But also that the wine glass parent, I don't think they're they're doing that to. Like so you that's said. been proven wrong, actually. No, no, but, uh, no, no, no. One I'm glass saying, of wine a night or whatever yeah. is what? Wait, what? what what's been proven? There's wrong? like a wives' tale, and it used to be even common when pregnant that like one red one glass of red wine. Is healthy for you, but oh, that's that that's not Wine true. That's been disproved. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like you said, the kid. Maybe the, the kids are on 100. It's 45 minutes until bedtime. You're just trying to get to bedtime, yes. right? So you yes, very familiar with whatever that. it is, yeah. just to relax yourself. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing that same thing. A glass of wine, because I mean, you can say what you want about alcohol. You feel some type of way off of it, or whether it's yeah. And I think too, though, that's just what's been readily available to adults for whatever stigma. since it's yeah. alcohol has been legal. And I, 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 in my own friend group, I have more and more friends slowly converting to having a blunt at night instead of having a glass of wine. And of course, there's still the ones that drink, but I think that the more people experience it or have their eyes open to it, I also think that people will have. The, they took an edible in high school yeah. and they got fucked yeah. up and now they're like, oh, yeah. I don't, my body doesn't agree with weed before like actually learning about what different strains could be beneficial to Weed's them. Weed's different or, now. Yeah, yeah, it is so much different than when we were, even when we were in high school, you yeah, know, 12 years ago. We're not Reggie no more. Oh, I know. We're picking seeds <laughs> Reggie, anymore. Yeah, stems and seeds yeah. out of it. But that, but that just goes back to why I think, yes, the benefits of marijuana, THC, greatly, greatly outweigh the benefits of alcohol. But I think there's a point. I mean, if you're a parent, you're just freaking taking rips of wax. At some point, you're not able to be a good parent because that's... you're, remember that lady on the dare commercials on the, you're there. <laughs> Sinking into Same the thing couch. with alcohol. You hit a certain point. But again, it does different things to different people. So it might do that to you on the couch. But it also six wax dab hits right now. After that, Anthony, my house is organized. (laughs) It's cleaned. I've showered. Like, it, it depends on how you take it, who you are, the state of mind you're in when you take it. For me, I like to say it amplifies whatever you're feeling. Yeah. When I when I my mom when my mom died, I absolutely used cannabis to numb myself, right. but that's not bad in my opinion. So I can say that openly. Like I was definitely using it to numb myself, but better that than alcohol or fucking pain meds, you guys. Right. Yeah. You get I was offered pain meds during labor. Like Same. the amount of opioid addictions in this country 
Yeah. So better that than any yeah. alternative. It's it's a it's a medicine. I, I get what say, you're saying. Uh, every birth I had in hospital, not Ellis obviously because she was born at home. Every birth I had in hospital, I was offered Percocet and yeah. then prescribed it going home. Yeah. Oh yeah, opioids are a whole. We can, yeah. We can go yeah. on a whole so different tangent into, there. Let's move into yeah. motherhood and weed use. So. What are your thoughts on using cannabis when pregnant? We got so, wait, CBD, THC. Which one are you going now? Now that uh, I'm cannabis in general, cannabis in general, okay. every whatever works for you, okay, babe. Whatever works for you, because every <clears throat> pregnancy and person is totally different. We know this. Yeah. Um, there's people with HG who have messaged me and been like, "It's the only thing, like the actual only thing. It's better for you to be eating." healthy, not stressed. So stress is actually the worst thing for your baby. Cortisol okay. is the worst thing for your baby. So if you're smoking weed so that you're not stressed, you're actually benefiting your baby, which also has an endocannabinoid system in it, your baby. Don't forget your fetus. Right. So during pregnancy, again, not a doctor, um, but anecdotal evidence and the hundreds of women that I have spoken to and interviewed or have messaged me have said all the same thing. There's not one person who's been like, cannabis didn't work for me in my yeah. pregnancy or whatever. I don't know. You can start with topicals. You don't have to ingest it. You can do a tincture of just... So there's also broad spectrum CBD, which is everything, every cannabinoid except THC. So if you are worried about the psychoactive effects, you can get broad spe spectrum. Like they make it all. Um, yeah, I used throughout my entire pregnancies, both of them, <clears throat> the best way to do that is to get dry herb, like full plant matter, and to put it into a dry herb vaporizer because there's no butane from the lighter. There's no um, plant or, uh, excuse me, paper that you're burning. Right, right. There's no um, com combustion of like the fire meaning, whatever. It just, what it does is it heats up the cannabis to the exact temperature of the cannabinoids being released into a vapor. You breathe that in, exhale it out. That's the only thing you're getting. It's almost <laughs> like an air humidifier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard that before, but yeah. yeah. So you are a parent. Yeah. You said that you use during pregnancy. Mm -hmm. how, many, how many kids do you have? I gave birth to two of my four kids. Okay, gave birth to two. And for both pregnancies you yes, consumed? Yes, the whole time. Um, what What do those conversations look like with your OBGYN and all those other okay. people? That... Yeah, so I had midwives. Okay. Um. They definitely wrote. So when I first went to see them, I told them I was taking, I use cannabis for anxiety. I've tried Lexapro. I've tried the Zoloft. Yeah. Um, my, my body, even I can't take pain meds. Like I literally reject them. If you know what I mean, immediately, like my body gets so sick and I just, there's no point in me taking them because they come right out. Yeah. Um, and so what was the question? The what? What was everyone else's? Yeah, your midwives. Oh, your right. Midwives. Team, yeah. What okay. were their responses? What yeah. Those so they definitely took like? note that I was taking it, and then like kept asking me. And I, I, a lot of you don't have to do this. You can say no, and you can also tell the hospital I refuse to be drug test. That is an option, at least in Arizona. I was one of those people who was like, "Fuck the man." Yeah, yeah. I smoke weed. Yeah, I use okay. it. Let me tell. Let me educate you, doctor. Right. Right. Um. So yeah, I. I was like written down. I have two open and since substantiated cases with CPS. The second time I refused to sign any paperwork and we got escorted out of the building. 
um, but nothing happened to me or my children. Like, it's a scare tactic. Do you think that's because you're white, though? I also I, – but I'm also on state insurance, and I ha- my kids are biracial. So my, my partner is brown. He's okay. from India. Oh. Yeah. Cute. So my kids are half Indian. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so there's some things you can throw in there, but like a rich white family, I'm not sure because yeah. that's not me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I'm. But I do have I'm so thinking, much privilege in this say, body. I was going to say there's definitely probably privilege in just your skin color right. alone of like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, if you were brown, maybe it would have gone differently yeah, and, something, and the kids would have been. You know, or something more severe would have happened because I think that's what scared me most. When I had HG, I definitely considered, I think we had conversations about like, should we try this? And looking back, I kind of wish I just would have because of the fact that I gave birth at home. So it wouldn't have been an issue like that. But I think I was scared of like, like you said, the unknowns. And for me, it was like every single day I was puking multiple times. I I would go days and days and days without eating. I would go like I was just miserable and it's like dang I could have maybe just had a meal or two with one but um I I don't know going back maybe with what I know now I would have changed but yeah definitely back then I was like no not during pregnancy I mean I'll I'll carry some of that weight I shot that shit down immediately but yeah well you don't know you grew up you grew up in dare yeah you you literally remember the commercial of the girl slumped on the couch and that doesn't happen (laughs) Like you, I've been there a couple times. <laughs> that's, that's, it was we. He's we're, like thirty so million of here. Okay, edibles but that's later. Like if if someone were to take like ten shots, of yeah. course no, that's right. gonna happen. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? That's, like that's the abuse kids are of it. Yeah, house. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> obviously abuser. different things. Anthony's <laughs> um, a drug weed abuser. abuser. <laughs> I, I guess for me, obviously, I've never been pregnant, so <clears throat> I can sympathize with her. And I'm sorry, I, I see what it's doing to you. I saw her. In the bed, twenty three yeah, hours I a day. That. Right, I, I mm-hmm. was right next. To her. I wasn't feeling it, but I saw the impact it had on her. But I think for me, it's just the unknown. And but that's the same with. I have that same attitude when it comes to the anxiety meds that they prescribe, things of that nature. Yeah. I, it's just. Yeah, I was gonna say I was on Lexapro's and Zoloft between my last three pregnancies. Then with Ellis, they prescribed me B six and Unisom before they went straight into the like actual HG meds. They were like, see if this works first. Unisom knocked me out for 23 hours a day. And I'm like, I have four kids. So it's like, yeah, no. And thank God Anthony was a stay-at-home dad by that point because I can't even fathom what other women go through having to like endure that plus be a mother. And then also get yelled at all the time for using it. Yeah. Yeah. The stigma and shame and guilt is we already have enough guilt just trying to be the perfect mom all the time. Let us fucking smoke weed. Oh, my God. It's not that big of a deal. Right. But I I think that's why for (laughs) me, I don't know. I I, Obviously, Bethany and they would have made a decision but i was like there's just you just didn't know i'm a data guy though yeah like show me the proof and i I don't give a fuck at that point but when it comes to like being pregnant to me it's just like well yes there's small sample sizes but i mean shit but at the same time i I got historically women were taking it during pregnancy for like thousands of years there's like century old like egyptian shit (laughs) <laughs> also, like when I was pregnant with Ellis, I was already dealing with the stigma of 
having a home birth yeah like that was hard enough like people were messaging me left and right telling me that my baby's gonna die and that it's so oh unsafe God, a and life that, like, stop messaging people these yeah i know it's crazy yeah, i, I get stuff i too. couldn't believe I like the pushback i got for that i thought it would have been like more celebrated but yeah. no it was not well the people who celebrated are just like oh that's great yeah and then the people who are like you're gonna fucking die right yeah. now you bitch <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> they're just louder so i'll yeah. scroll i'll scroll through your page <clears throat> And I saw you have this club. It's like Canna yeah. Moms Club. That's right. What is that? It's just and a place for how do moms. And he's Canna like, and how do I join? How do I come? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so it's just uh, it's not a club. It's not exclusive or anything like that. I just I want to create this community. I already have such a great community of people who support each other online. I wanted to bring it in person. So they're just events where, and like a lot of the women who come are friends now, like their kids play, because yeah. you can't just be like at the park, like, you smoke weed. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you yeah. smoke weed. <clears throat> yeah, weed, uh, you know, like. I mean, you, so like you when, could, you, when you're smoking, hard. is that like your bats? Because, you know, what is that? Your you bat know? signal goes off. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you the the slide type yeah. deal. No, I, so I post about it and it's just local events, but I mean, eventually one day I'd like to travel them. So, That'd be any so cool. sponsors out there? <laughs> <laughs> you so know? take us take us back because obviously today you are a an advocate for cannabis. You have a brand, a company. Um, you have Canna Moms Club. I have a podcast too. A podcast Canna Moms with a Z. <laughs> where did where did it start? Like, have you just been a pothead since? Oh no, birth? Like, that's a good question. Actually, so I had a brother. When he was 19, he was actually murdered in a road rage incident. He was just with the wrong crowd. Okay. Um, and I watched him struggle. I mean, now I look back and I'm sure my mom, who's also passed, unfortunately, regrets this. But he was in and out of probation for weed. Like he couldn't. My dad wasn't around much. My dad's an addict. So he was like to and fro in our lives, in and out. And my brother... My parents had him at like 20 and 22, so they were – anyway, he didn't have a typical life. He went to like um, Adobe, that jail on the 17th. Fun fact, when I was a kid, I wanted to go there. Yeah, oh, I've been inside God. there so, go because there. visiting. And then he went to like a boarding school in Tucson um, in and out of probation just for weed, like just for weed. And this ruined his life and ultimately led to his death um, because he was – where do you think he met those bad people yeah. in jail in the probation office like in these bad people right, right? right. which are just kids on weed <laughs> yeah um and so he I, I had a really bad view of cannabis because i saw people tell him over and over again stop 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 like we're gonna so my mom was seeing this therapist with him and her therapist is the one who told him put him in the system then if he won't stop yeah um so yeah. Damn. Yeah, so she did that and ultimately regretted it because, again, Adobe, Durango, like all of these places. Durango? Uh, yeah. <sighs> yep. Yeah, he went there. And now, like, as an adult, now I – my brother was six and a half years older than me, so I was very young watching this all happen. But as an adult now, I my heart aches for him. Yeah. I can't believe, like, that was his life. Right. That sucks because now it wouldn't be that way. He'd yeah. be fine. He'd be a normal kid who just smoked some weed. And a lot of parents, if you ask them, they'll say, and I have so many parents quoted on this, I'd rather my kid smoke weed than drink. Yeah, we've all, we've said that 
always like when we have these conversations about yeah. like when the kids get older i'm like i would 100 percent rather mm -hmm. them same smoke a joint than yep. be drinking a bottle for sure yeah. and to be honest i'd even provide it because i don't know where they're getting it mm -hmm. and with fentanyl being like such a scary thing right now yeah. or i don't know what it'll be when my kids are older but to be like when you know when people are like i don't want you to drink but if you drink do it here yeah. like that's literally yeah. me but yeah. with weed right, right, right. <laughs> yeah exactly um so that all happened to my brother and then my parents spiraled after that my mom became like a totally different person i mean understandably but also like i was still around so she could have done a little better. Yeah. But again, like that's all an illness. Like depression is an illness. All of that's an illness. So my mom was very depressed and just changed. And then I caught her smoking weed once. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. And I got really mad at her. How, how old are you at this point? Uh, 17. Yeah. So my brother passed when I was 12. And then I kind of, my parents were around, but I emotionally raised myself. Um, they like drove me to dance, yeah. <laughs> but dance saved me. If I didn't have dance, I don't know where I'd be right oh, now. Oh, so you really dance? Yeah, I'm a dancer. Okay. Dancer no, because you dance said that. Teacher. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you yeah. said that earlier. Ballet, point, competitively, ASU hip hop team, like the whole night. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you were like, <laughs> if you're a dancer, <laughs> you're like, did you stripper? think stripper? Everyone I was like, hey, that's what they need to. But I thought you were just like hypothetically saying, Everyone like, if I'm a dancer, a I have to be like the ballet shoes, ballerina. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's okay. It happens all the time. Dance. Okay, yeah, I yeah. That so up. without dance class, <laughs> without ballet and tap and all of that, okay. um, I don't even know where I'd be today. Anyway, I caught her smoking and I got so pissed because I was like, this is like the exact thing you yeah. told my brother not to do. Right. Why are you doing this? Flash forward, I graduate college. Like I'm living in ASU Barrett Honors College and basically all my friends were smoking weed. And mm -hmm. I was like, you guys have 4.0s and smoke weed. Yeah. You're in honors college and you smoke weed. So I tried weed when I was 19. First time. First time with my best friend, my gay best friend. And he told me I wasn't going to get high the first time. So he told me to drive. Well, he was wrong. <laughs> And I got high the first time, so don't believe that. If you're <laughs> if you're trying to, you know, take your first hit or whatever, you might get high. It's it's a wives' tale that you won't get high. <laughs> so I didn't try it till I was 19, and then slowly but surely it turned into, hey, do you want to smoke before the party? And then we just stopped going to the parties, yeah. and the party became in our dorm room. Like yeah. we just, I'm sure I was much safer. I stayed out of trouble, um, and I was a businesswoman in that sense, if you know what I mean, <laughs> during that time. So it was okay. benefiting me in many ways. Um, and I just went from that was this in to South, <laughs> South form back then? Or are we no, talking sir. It was not in South form back then. <laughs> so you had, you had kind of a... I was a businesswoman. I've been an entrepreneur, yeah, cannabis an entrepreneur, entrepreneur <laughs> since 19. So you had a rocky journey with weed to this point. Or yeah. I love that you're like for the first 19 years of your life, you're like weed is bad, and then literally you, you try it, and then you immediately just start. Uh -huh. selling it. Yep, like, that is hilarious. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, how does one become educated? And then I started in, smoking with my mom, like everything, and the Perfect. effects of weed and how it benefits you. Like, I don't. Is, is there like a weed school out there? Like, no, you... I would just suggest honestly. It's so I could say look it up, but whatever you want to find these days, that's you'll what I'm saying because I can yeah. find stuff that's yeah, going to I know prove why weed is but terrible. The, the, Problem is people don't know how to research. They think they do, but it's not a Google search. That's right, not research. Right. You have to check sources. Then you have to check that source's sources. Like there, 
So you don't know. use Wikipedia. No, Damn. please. <laughs> go to my my advice would be honestly social media. Like find people like me, and then like a few others. There's um, Cannabichem, which is like cannabis, but then chem instead of is. Um, Dr. Riley Kirk, she's a like there's literal cannabis scientists now, okay. and then there's Miyabi uh, Fields, Miyabi PhD is her. I love theirs. They're they're just so educated at a scientific level, like the modules and how they look and what this chemical does to this receptor. And I mean, it's out there. So it's the just, it's it. just really censored. Yeah. I was going to say, cause like even your posts, I have to like kind of search for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They've been deleted. We've all, any cannabis, like influencer, educator, advocate, we've all been deleted. We've all, like I said, PayPal kept my money cause it was CBD. Yeah. Like, right. It's just, it's federally a schedule one drug. So it's really hard to find this kind of information, but it's out there. It's just super, super stigmatized, super censored, really shitty. So I want to circle back to us as parents um, because we t- you guys talked about earlier how, you know, the, the if you're going to do it, do it around me mm-hmm. um, type deal. So uh, hypothetically speaking, you were, you were an adult when you indulged in yeah. illegal activity weed back then. <laughs> Uh, I was an adult as well before I did any sort of substance really? or alcohol. You're such uh, a liar. You're a liar. So yeah. hypothetically uh, speaking, hypothetically <laughs> speaking, lies. <laughs> um, to the with your kids, um, because I, I I think I'm gonna say something and I I don't think you guys are gonna agree with me. But um, what's considered illegal by the law is you right, you got to be 21 to go yeah. buy alcohol. Oh, yeah, you got to be 21 yeah. to go buy tobacco. It'd be 21 to go to the dispensary. So I think my approach with the kids is like, I hope they don't do any anything. They don't mm-hmm. want to indulge in anything because as a parent, I feel uh, the safe the safest route is okay, a but clear. Can I ask you a question real quick and interrupt you? Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about just THC? I, mm, yes. Okay. Re- for recreational use. Yeah, Obviously, my kid gets hurt at a soccer game. They, they already use CBD. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Recreational, I just wanted to make sure. Let's yeah. talk teenager. You know, yeah. kids party, like to have fun, mm-hmm. like to do bad shit. Mm-hmm. If it's whatever. We've all been there. Right. Yeah, I was we were all, we were drinking all teenagers at 15, at once, like so at one point. Yeah. So for me, it's like, at the end of the day, if my kids make it to 21 and they've never tried anything, that's yeah. best case scenario. Because it, for me, it's like, all right, at you were in a 100% clear state of mind at all times. I can't be around my kids at all times. Yeah. I'm, I'm a helicopter dad. And with that being said, there's going to come a point where my kids are like, Dad, I want to go hang out with my friends or I want to do this and I love you, but I don't, I don't want you there type deal. Um, that's best case scenario. But for you, it's like at what age do you let your kid partake in whatever it may be? Can I just like say really fast yeah. that, that I love that you – love or that's your idea for the future but also like we were told don't have sex and got pregnant oh hold on i think it's like whatever your parents say not to do you're gonna do the opposite i know who i was as a teenager i know who their mother was as a teenager so so the odds (laughs) karma is whatever comes our way right i I get that and obviously we we drink I mean, when I go to the dispensary, I'm like, hey, I'll be back. Where are you going? Yeah. The dispensary. We don't we don't sugarcoat in our house. We don't hide things. My answer would be, so THC is still a medicine. So I think that's where you and I fundamentally disagree. Um, but I think that for people who don't need it, that then it becomes recreational. Right. So if my 
child had debilitating social anxiety and having some THC is the only reason that they can go to this graduation party or whatever where kids will likely be drinking with alcohol likely provided by adults. Yeah. I'm okay with that. What I don't want is my kid to be a stoner. Yeah. Right? Your brain, especially the male's brain, isn't done for so long. It takes so long. Right. So, But also alcohol fucks with that too. So I guess my answer would be an open conversation. I just always want my kids to be talking to me. Um, and I would not – no, I wouldn't yell at them if I was picking them up every weekend they were high. I wouldn't. So. Yeah, same. I think I would prefer it. No, but at, at what point, too. at what age, hypothetically, what age are you like, well, damn, like, it kind of is what it is. Like, like 10 years old, old, 8 years old. Like, you have a 14-year-old? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he, I love you, Nate, seems to be difficult-ish. Okay. I don't know. He's 14. There's a lot think, going on. Yeah, every child we'll is going to be at we'll that see. age. We'll <laughs> see. But, like, if he was 16 and came to us and said, my friends are drinking, it makes me nervous. I'd rather smoke. I'd give him a joint. Yeah. And that is a mature conversation by a young person who yeah. has had previous conversations about. Yeah. My kids, I've smoked in front of them since we've we've both. Like in the house, you just. No, no, not okay. in the house. No, no, outside. But I mean, my older kids could probably roll a joint just from watching. Yeah. <laughs> that but, like awesome. how many kids are like, hey, can you go get me a beer? Yeah. Like it's not, it's here, it all comes down to the stigma which comes down to racism like it just all comes back to the same point every time i start a conversation with someone it's because they we're just literally programmed to think that it's bad for us that it's bad for brain brain development and that's case by case and it's amount and it's the cannabinoids being involved and it's how often and it's there's just no answer there's just no like full stop answer for that question i I I guess for me with i mean because I'm Mexican, Indian, white. It's like at the end of the day, we can say rooted in racism, law. At the end of the day, you got to play the game the way the game is meant to be played. So my four daughters are going to be looked at differently than my son just because my son is white, super white. They got a little, you know what I mean? So for me, that's where I go. Yeah, my daughter is the darkest out of all. I have three boys, one girl, and she's the darkest as well. But that's where I go back to a, right, maybe it shouldn't be legal or maybe... Um, it should be accepted. At the end of the day, it, it's the not. world is the way it it's is. It's getting there, so you though. Ha- you're right. And, and Through maybe... conversations like this. Yeah, I was going to say, and it's that's why what you're doing is so important right. because and that's you're why helping such pe- an open book. Yeah, and you're helping fuck. people deconstruct <laughs> what they were raised to believe. Like with us, we were literally raised by our parents to believe a certain way. And that's not even it's hard to unlearn that. propaganda it's really from... Hard commercials that we saw as a kid that were on Nickelodeon Songs, and Snoop Dogg, what we were taught in school about. yeah when we were taught in school like and we did the dare program and all these different things that we've been taught our entire lives so there's always going to there's going to be like three types of people to me there's going to be the people that just point blank think it's wrong and a drug and it's you deserve to go to jail for it yeah and there's the people that are like oh well I use made. it yeah but like I still think it's a drug and then there's the people that like have completely. What at me? Yeah. Well, just I don't, based wait, on I your don't think alcohol is a drug. We're not talking about alcohol. I think weed is equivalent. It should be held at the same THC. standard as THC should be yeah, held at the same yeah, standard. But alcohol's as... not a drug. It's a drink. It's well, never think... going to be a drug. But what I'm saying okay, is, anyways, I think the... so there's the person that's like completely right, substance, yes. deconstructed and is believing that it's medicine. Well, there's also you got to think about like culturally and across the world, like it's completely legal in a lot of countries. Yeah, what countries? 
Oh. Jamaica? I mean, yeah, Jamaica. Well, the Netherlands, for one. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. What country has that's, a, tro- that's like a, a city, tropical beach where I can go? Jamaica. <laughs> Haiti? I actually don't know if it's uh, I, Yeah, I don't know, like, all of them off the top of my head, but there's plenty. have been to plenty. Haiti. There's no weed available there. Well, yeah, I, I made that up. I don't know. <laughs> I just <laughs> thought of the beach. <sighs> I have no Murray. idea. Damn, I forgot what I was saying. Anyways, the three types of people, I don't think that weed is a drug. I just think that it should be, I'm just not someone that thinks it should just be treated as, fuck it, um, it is what it is. I think it, there should be regulation, restriction, rules, laws in place. Well, just but like, like I don't want to be driving next to a dude that is drunk. I don't want to be driving next to a dude that is high out of his mind. Well, I don't think they'll ever make it legal to be high and driving. Yeah. You know, like that's also, not... your point earlier to her, like, oh, well, if s- these parents are at home taking six rips of wax and whatever, it's like, well, if they're doing that, then they're probably also comfortable getting belligerently no, no, drunk but, in front of their kids, right, too. So there's is, always going to be people that abuse no matter yeah, what's right, in front of them. I think there's a point to where even with... And is there, there's not usage. a limit of how much weed you can buy. You can like, never we could go overdose. and buy a whole store full <laughs> of weed. it. No, no, right. But I still think that there has to be, I just don't, for me, I don't look at a wine mom any different than a weed mom because there are levels. And I think if you cross that level on either side, it can be harmful. But the difference not har- is. Not maybe not harmful, but like, Yes, maybe weed does make you a good mother, a better mother, or helps you parent better. But I think at some point, right, if That's you're just... That's dependent on the person, though, not the not so you, the cannabis. No, right, with the, yeah. the amount just you like use. Just like people abuse alcohol but what and I'm people saying can is like, safely drink yeah. it. Yeah. But I also think, too, that um, like there was that children's book that I was sent, and oh, it yeah, was, was like, awesome. right. Mommy loves wearing makeup, and Mommy loves cooking meals for us and mommy loves at the end of the day drinking her mommy juice and it was like a picture of her drinking wine and it was interesting to me because it it alcohol is so accepted and i mean it's in a child's a children's book and it was just interesting to me because i think what you're saying that is the goal for for weed to be just Just as accepted as alcohol normalize it um but i think if the book was and then mommy goes outside and she smokes her mommy joint like yeah, that her mommy been joint. like um take Look it off the shelves right. yeah. that's horrible that's there's some disgusting. children's book out there but they're written by cannabis advocates yeah it's not produced by and they're probably not regular... at like barnes and noble right. you know what i mean yeah so, have you have you had other parents cuz you got 14 is your oldest mm-hmm. 14 almost 12 four and a half two and a half bam big gap there mm-hmm. 10 um years any like pushback from other parents because like I am no what I find is once I open my mouth everybody smokes Mm. weed especially like we're the parents now we are yeah (laughs) like we're the parents so I'm not talking to boomers you know what I mean gen x is like as far as it goes and barely yeah you know I would say uh, uh, not everyone I know because I don't want to be quoted on that but everyone I know smokes weed. yeah exactly (laughs) it's just so it's pretty normalized like, can you now, name but a friend so of yours I like to call it? it the can of closet, yeah. right? The mom can of closet. They're all in it until you bring it out, like bring it up, and then like they yeah. start ordering from me and like following me, and you know I can be open yeah. with the fact that I smoked a joint. Like I did an event 
um, and everybody was drunk and they like all did a shot and there's then there's me and they're like yeah. cheers and I'm like light yeah. like I right. just choose that um, exactly and I don't think I mean kudos to you for choosing what works best for you mm-hmm. kudos to the wine mom that you know I just think and but, even to the people that choose not to well it kind of grinds my gears how much it's it's um, compared to alcohol. Like I started this with saying it needs to be more of a comparison to caffeine. Yeah. Because this is always how it goes. I always end up, alcohol is a poison. It's like a literal poison for your body. It does nothing but deteriorate, infl- inflammate. Like it doesn't, I mean, I think it, I doesn't this. <laughs> it doesn't do anything but you had that before you started bad things. Like, right. and someone can message me after this and be like, well, this study, check your sources. Like and check those sources too because alcohol does it's not a medicine. Cannabis is a medicine, and one of the cannabinoids happens to have a psychoactive effect that you can choose to obtain yeah, not use right. it. or not. So, so talk to me in this aspect of the way I look at it. It's mind altering. Mm-hmm. Oxycontin, mind Yes, that's always what someone right? I'm arguing with will come back to. No, yeah, no, these, not you, but and, like and someone these are all, who's mad. Right? That's yeah. prescribed by medical professional. We, mm-hmm. The list goes on of mm-hmm. opioids, and that's why that's how I look at it. Is all right, mind altering. Everyone's different. One joint, someone that smokes ten joints, they're going to be different. You have but tolerance tone, is different. Like, there's so many factors in that. You, that you still don't see any like common ground in how alcohol alters the mind weed alters the mind really no okay i've been drunk and i've been high and i've had caffeine i definitely think that it's more comparative to caffeine because it comes from a plant that we use to obtain a certain energy level or feeling in our body i mean i do i I drink caffeine every day and no one's like yeah some people in countries drink caffeine at night you know like and caffeine to people with ADHD sometimes makes them tired. So it liter- it's the same. That See how it's more relevant in that way, whereas alcohol gets you drunk. No matter who you are, yeah. it's going to get you drunk. So, okay, I guess for me it's um, – no, no, this is no shade to anyone, but <clears throat> I don't deal with, like, mental health things, anxiety, depression, things of that <sighs> nature. Oh, so, yeah, he's one of those. You're living it's, amongst us. So, like, yeah. Oh, my it's God, let's study it's you. Real. So it's not like medicine for me. It's more just like Yeah, chill, which makes zen. a lot of sense to everything you've said now that yeah. you mentioned that. Yeah. He if doesn't you don't have know, anything that he needs medicine for. Right. If you don't know what it's like to have debilitating anxiety where you literally, Anthony, I could have a panic attack where I'm vomiting, where I like this, the room is actually spinning. Like I have a panic disorder, anxiety disorder. Right. Okay. And so... Alcohol actually does help with that, to be so honest. And I'm not slamming anyone for drinking alcohol. I socially drink it sometimes or if I do want to feel drunk. The thing with me is I don't need it to get there. <laughs> like yeah. I'm just extroverted and outgoing. Mm-hmm. So I don't – we're kind of the opposite, right? Like you yeah, enjoy – Yeah, I'll do karaoke drunk, high, yeah, sober. Yeah, I don't care. I, that's like, that's I for me. Need... I kind of hold them yeah. kind of equal because for me it's – my feeling. Yeah, fun. I get that. It's and making so, a lot more sense now because now that I'm like comparing your cannabis um, state of mind and view to my alcohol state of mind and yeah. view, it's kind of like making he, sense. The way even him and I use it is so different. Right. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I, there was a point where we didn't, we didn't use, but 
we went back to I looked at all of the pills she was prescribed and I was like yeah, that can't be no this can't be good that's another I that's like a whole reason, other podcast yeah the reason we <laughs> pharmaceuticals started, was for you the I, reason we started dabbling in cannabis use was because of all the issues I was right. having and all the pills I was prescribed she right. has I, yeah. how many times have you been in dispensary yeah never I, not I, one time <laughs> because yeah. I was like all right how am I gonna help yeah. her live a more comfortable life mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah, I, he started I doing that. research on all these strains and which ones would be more beneficial to me and and researching gluten-free edibles yeah. and like all that kind of stuff. He's, yeah, he's a, the one that knows all about messages it. messages from women who are like, my partner is not on board, but it's yeah. the only thing that's helping me. Is there anything you can tell me that I can tell him? Yeah. And okay. then I send them the Jamaican mother study and I l- send them links to the podcasts where I've explained my hospital experience and my CPS experience, which... In the state of Arizona, they cannot take your kid on cannabis alone. They will not. They cannot. They might scare you and say that they will, but they can not. Okay. Yeah. So for for with Anthony, I think I was lucky in that aspect because he's the one that came to me with all the research and was like, "Look it. Here's he's why. Like, what I can I can do? Help you. I he's can like, do this. he's the yeah. one that like looked into it and was like, "I think we should try this to help you." And then. You know, he he tried it recreationally and liked that, too. So I don't think there's I think no matter how you're using it, like do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So got a question for you. What's up? Favorite weed what's song. <laughs> Favorite weed. What? Weeds. What's your, what's a weed song that gets you just. Oh, my God. Weed song. If I ever make it to a, if I'm ever invited to a can of mom's club event, what are you playing? Snoop Dogg. I mean, all of his songs are weed songs. What are you going to not, how are you gonna not play? No, I just, I, everyone, I'm like, hey, hey. <laughs> how are you going to not play that? <laughs> Smell weed Respectful. every day. What's yours? Yeah. Oh, a weed song by Bone Thugs. Bone Thugs. Oh, yeah, that's okay. a good one, too. Bethany OG. That doesn't know weed song. I guess Snoop Dogg. You know, you know, I don't OG, too, but he's still relevant. I know weed songs. Champagne Problems by Taylor Swift. <laughs> I would just replay Lavender Haze. If Taylor Swift Lavender yeah. Haze. Lavender <laughs> Haze. If Taylor Swift see I'm, I'm gonna sound like a hater. Taylor Swift smokes weed for sure. She for sure. No way. I feel oh, like for oh. sure. How do you think she wrote folklore? She are you kidding? I'm pretty me? sure I even read that. She's admitted yeah. to it. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I like Taylor Swift. I think she's very talented. She and makes good music. And how much she music. loves wine. I know she has a blunt with that wine. Oh, for yeah. sure. Also, just for a quick note, blunts have nicotine, typically, unless you're doing a hemp blunt. So that's like another situation. I don't, know. Like, I don't a, even know the difference between a blunt and a joint. Are you talking honestly. like a pre-roll or like a... Like a cigar. Oh, no. Uh, oh, not my, I don't blunt. mean like a, like a backwood or something. Usually like blunts that. have nicotine and then joints are with a paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're split. I just see blunt see, as a I don't as a know any of those. Term. He okay, yeah. knows it. Yeah. All. Well, us weed people are like, you're smoking blunt. Well, because you got to take the tobacco. <laughs> don't smoke blunt. You got to take the tobacco out. Yeah. No, yeah. we don't do all Sorry, that. Sorry. Yeah. Joints. Yeah. Joint. But, or like um, a tincture, an edible. Anyway. So, yeah. uh, in closing, um, a, f- a future. What is? What do you hope the future for cannabis looks like, and how do we get there? Okay. Complete normalization. Federalization is a tricky thing because what the government likes to do is then tax and change and alter things to make it beneficial for them so to make their, money. They get their cut. And like make it harder to accept, harder for accessibility for like people um, in lower socioeconomic statuses and things like this. Yeah. So 
Complete federalization is a tricky subject because of the way the federal government works. Greed. Um, it's gr they're yeah, greedy. So. In like a perfect world, it would be federally legal and accessible. And first of all, I think everyone should just grow it um, because the benefits of like gardening in general. And then it, you're, it's free. You know where it, where it came from. You know what's in it. You know what fertilizers and nutrients you used, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I like I want my kids to just completely not even bat an eye or do a double take at anyone smoking weed ever or I have any judgment. I don't think that any mom specifically, I don't know what happens when you have a baby. Apparently you're not allowed to do things anymore. <laughs> like you can't be a person. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, you gotta wait like I got six news months. for you. Those kids grow up. Yeah. Uh, you gotta like, wait like six months out. You like be lock in, be a mom for like six months. What do you mean? Laser focus. Mom? What do you, yeah, what does that mean? Like, don't just, smoke weed? No, like, no. I'm talking like, you know, don't, don't, I don't know, whatever. Like, don't say. go party and yeah, things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three months, maybe, you know. Shit. <laughs> I mean, you're like that not even a, a little bit. You you're know? not even a person the first three months. <laughs> yeah, like, no, for real. That's why three months to get yourself back and then three months to, to bond <laughs> with the But the, the three months to me is like literally, I had a foot surgery from all the ballet, like in those shoes, point dance. I got a bunion. So the bunion me at 25 from ballet shoes, from point shoes. I don't know what that is. And that sounds... Oh, yeah. They broke my foot, extended the bone with a cadaver bone, screwed in some screws to keep that bone there. My bone has since replaced itself with all of my body's like minerals and whatever the fuck cells. So it's not a somebody else's bone anymore, but it was for two mm. years. And uh, I, I, that was when I was prescribed the pain meds because I was literally in crushing, agonizing pain from them breaking my foot. Mm -hmm. And the only thing, the only thing that worked was weed. I was a mom at that point. Believe that. Well, too, I was a bonus mom, but yeah. yeah I, I, yeah. So you are coming from like a really great place. You have no judgment, really, but you are still, in, in conclusion, you are still like very wrapped up in the stigma. Like you're like, yeah. you know, like just the verbiage. And you would, don't even, you might not even know what words you're trying to look for, but the words we've been, we grew up hearing. Are coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that could be true, but I still but I stand think on. We agree. Like we agree yeah. on everything. It's just like the verbiage needs to change. The education needs to be updated. I think but a listen. lot of and a lot of like what you're saying too is still wrapped up in stigma. And like sometimes when I'm looking at you, I'm like, hmm. I think his mom like in Amsterdam. <laughs> if I had a baby and I got home from the hospital and then I go on a walk, oh, I could stop jokes. at a cafe. I'm just kidding. I don't mean. I'm just. I was just kidding about the. Six months to bond with no, your baby. I'm just kidding about that. I know. But I, I know. I do think weed but and alcohol. But do you see even how the jokes? Yeah. Like, yeah, and, the and jokes I, add to that's the why stigma. I preface this with I know what you mean. Like, yeah. I know you're not intentionally or like you, you have no bad intentions. You have right. no ill will when you're saying these things to me. I get that. I just hear the words and the jokes and I'm not triggered. Like, that's not even the right word. I'm just well, like noticing. Yeah. Noticing. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. It's just, and it's everyone I speak to. Like, I mean, that's why I started Canon Moms Club because, like, I don't have to. T I don't have to educate those people. They yeah. are already. You can be around people that mm -hmm. you just feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why I started my podcast because, yeah, I just needs to, people just don't know. They grew up the same way we did, and I, like I said, I thought the same thing until I was nineteen, and it wasn't just like, oh, I smoked, and now I'm all educated, and I know all these. Things. No, it's I'm thirty three, so it's been a while so how do we start change how do we where do we go 
What do we do? We start marching. Do we? We start marching. Who do I gotta write? Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. No, I'm saying like, like in real world. What do you? Okay, so the next what is Gilbert the cannabis Day's community parade. doing? The next no, next I'm year for Gilbert Canada Day's Mom's parade. Club. Let's Somebody do a float. Somebody sponsor me. <laughs> we'll do a float. Right. What are what are pass out joints? What are you guys doing? That to, is my perfect to, world. What is can? What is the cannabis world doing to try to push this change? Because like I said, I just use it's just for recreational use. Okay. It's not, yeah. So I don't. I'm not out like. Obviously, I'd go to bat, and because I I see the benefits, it yeah plays in her yeah. But for me, it's just if he's gonna talk to someone that's uneducated, he's gonna play the role that you are right now right. with advocating for mm-hmm. it for sure. Oh yeah, and that's why yeah. yeah I can totally see that yeah. That's but why I, earlier I, do, I was like we're conversating like yeah, we're not yeah. arguing. <laughs> I do think you should, you at some point if you 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 should be able to get a weed WI if. That's, they do. We don't you can get like, a DUI. And yeah. I, I think it should we stay that long. Someone that actually it. got one of those. Yeah. You. That's the other thing. It depends. A really scary thing about cannabis is it depends on the person. It depends on the nurse. It depends on the doctor. It depends on the cop. And your whole life could change. Yeah. Which is fucked. What other thing can you say that about? Nothing. There's laws. There's point zero eights. There's, but a cop can just go. Okay, you're coming with me. I smell it. So they've actually created laws now where cops can't search your car based on smell because they used to be able to do that. Okay. You could deny the search. But See, this is the kind of stuff I mean as yeah. far as like change. Yeah, so we that. have started changing. We've trying, we're trying to get it to Schedule 3 drug instead of a Schedule 1, which would help a lot of businesses. I can't advertise anywhere. I'm not on Facebook, not on anything. I cannot advertise. Wow. I can't bank. I have to have a stupid little bank. I can't, like I said, use Who's Venmo. A stupid little bank. It's called Novo. Oh yeah, stupid little. Yeah, bank. Never stupid heard. little bank. <laughs> you can't use like anything federally. So we're trying to change that on that sense, so it can be more of a business because this is a multi-billion-dollar industry, by the way. Like it's at rates we've never seen anything ever skyrocket. Right. With as far as like, you know, monetization. Yeah. So you start there with that. Then you start with advocacy. That's why I can't use my card at the dispensary. I got to always have cash. Yep. Yes. <laughs> that's the, why. Except for the bougie one I go to in East Mesa. They're nice. They, they, they take you card. Can, they take card. Yeah. I've never been to Best a dispensary, dispensary that takes card. That's no. Crazy. Yeah. You, there's ATMs at everyone. They'll take $3 from you every time you use your, their ATM. So get it before you go. $1 at mint. Oh, shit. <laughs> See, I'm learning things from you. Um, and then, yeah, just advocacy. So I'm sure you didn't mean this, but when you were like, push it. So I would change that word to advocate for um push what you were like how do we push cannabis oh right okay yeah to the masses i would say how do we advocate for it because like again verbiage like these things matter we grew up though hearing like remember oh in mean girl she's like she pushes drugs about tina fey or something like that's just a common term for drugs um yeah podcasts advocacies like groups um, being honest, because like I said, so many people are just in the can of closet okay. and they'll, they'll say like, I like my little gummy. Yeah. They call them little gummies. Also don't ever start with an edible, like never start with an edible. I guess these if days, you go hard. I go mean, hard yeah. go home. these days they're like, there's microdosing edibles, but typically that edible is not microdosed. And that is a terrible way. You can't control anything. It's like, once you've swallowed that buckle up, hopefully you're good. But with inhaling or a tincture, or no, not even a tincture, like inhalation or topically, you can literally control it yourself and go, okay, okay. You know what I mean? So um, fun in that. it's like not Shut letting up. your friends eat edibles would be another way. I don't know. Like, 
Um, starting with your kids, because these kids are growing up in a totally different world. Imagine 30 years from now, our kids sitting on these couches talking about weed. I'm sure none of these questions would come up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So change does take time, but I'm I'm here to speed it up. So love it. Last question for you, then we are out of here. Rank the ways you like to consume. Yeah, joint. Could you keep throwing First. jabs at my gummies? <laughs> That's because <laughs> his I, little gummies. I don't fuck with animals. Yeah, they're expensive. They've often got like colors and sugars that you don't need, and like I don't know. You have to extract the cannabis to make it a different thing before it can even go in there. A lot of edibles aren't full spectrum. So, but to answer your question, it goes joints for sure. I just, something about, there's something like habitual and spiritual and like cultural, like people have been smoking joints in a ceremonial way too for a long time. And I I just connect to that, like as a joint smoker. I mean, in saying that I smoke like two joints a day. (laughs) And there's been times in my life, like after the foot surgery or like postpartum where I've definitely smoked more, but it's not like I'm sparking up before i eat every meal before i take my kids to school right, before okay. i yeah so so i guess i guess where my side of the argument was for those people right that, so, yeah because i mean i'll, I'll be but honest also I, for me i don't think that's bad yeah to just all day long be yeah, high i don't really but you do you think if someone's drinking all day that's bad absolutely they don't, they don't they're she drunk. doesn't compare they're shit-faced yeah yeah I but if you're smoking all I, i'm okay with smoking all day would you even smoking really what? get and high? at yeah. what rate and what yeah. what terpenes did it have what's the thc per- percentage like there's many factors to okay that. so bleep so, these names up but you're thinking of right who's doing wax no. all day you're thinking of who smokes up the moment he wakes up or sparks up the moment he wakes up in the morning and then he's high all day long. That but has like, like an underlying issue that they're like masking. That's yeah, exactly. like a coping mechanism but situation. That's it's the same with a mom who's smoking weed so that she can get through the parent pickup line without ripping her hair out and screaming at her kids and trying to start her kid's day with like connection before she's like lost her mind. But Go for it. Oh, nope. I sure don't. You don't see. I don't. You don't see. Nope. Oh, okay. I don't. So you just got to agree to disagree on this one so we can, you know, let the people get back to their shit. Yeah. It's a long episode now. <laughs> <laughs> so joints and then vaporizers, like the Stores and Bickle Volcano, or they just came out with like this portable one, which was what I was talking about um, when I was pregnant, what I used the most, which was that full plant vaporizer oh, where it, had, just, vapor- it just heats up heats up the, the full plant. The nice. Yeah. He loves the vaporizer, yeah. yeah. This isn't like carts. I'm not talking about like cartridges and a pen. I'm talking about full yeah. plant vaporizer. Yeah. Because yeah, the carts and pens are probably, ugh, I know we're running out of time, but there's something called um, live hash ra- rosin and resin, and it's literally just the plant under pressure, and they just pushed it so hard that the cannabinoids came out, and they put that in a cartridge. That's the only cart I'll smoke. Oh, live resin. Because everything hit, else yeah. will, they mix with like MCT oil and all of these things, and like all, all the bad studies about cannabis carts are those. They're not just the press material. Okay. So joints, vapes at full plant matter, vapes in a car of live hash rosin or resin, hemp blunt. <laughs> Dang. I know. We're down Teacher. Topical, of course, is like not even in this list because that's like a different boat. I think CBD or, yeah, CBD's 
I, I I think I don't think if you're like rubbing CBD on you all day long, I don't think. I don't yeah, think yeah, that's why that. I'm like that's not even in this yeah, conversation. I'm, I'm not, and then edibles that. would be like completely last for what about sure. Like weed soda or something. Like that? Ever... Oh yeah, I so, love weed soda. Yeah, uh-huh. The Coke one is so mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's this drink company called milligrams and even know it. <laughs> yeah, that's where you got to be careful with <laughs> I those drinks. T- I get a shot glass and I just do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So there's this company that sponsors my events. Sometimes it's called Countdown or Wink, and they make like berry or orange carbonated seltzers. They call it only for can moms or can like they're for women. Can oh so a can of dad can't come. Um, they I may I've tried. What about like the, a spe- special guest appearance? Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was gonna say. So I also have like a dinner planned where it's like just whoever. Wait, I want I've yeah, wanted I gotta, to go to a dinner like that before where they like. Well, I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but have you heard of those dinners where meals. they like infuse? Yeah, that's what oh, I'm. We, so I that was supposed that to be so my bad. 11 11 event, and then um the girl I was planning it with needed to push it back so now we're waiting till after the holidays okay. and everything yeah. but yeah I'm i'll coming. totally invite you guys, so you guys I, can I, come. I met this bud tender i don't know if that's the right thing to call him but she's yeah, selling bud my tender, weed that's right. and like she always does events like that so i always see her having yeah, fun yeah 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 so i do those too all right so those would be like whoever is whatever your gender is perfect <laughs> i just can't go to your events just yeah no anthony's <laughs> just you specifically (laughs) thank you so much for coming on and having such an open and honest and vulnerable conversation with us we really appreciate it and if you guys are listening want to check out her podcast it's canna moms with a z and her brand is canna bombs with a z and we'll tag them on instagram and yeah thank you so much for joining us for having me and And being open to this yeah and we will see you guys next week peace bye